0: Good morning, Inspire, and happy Easter. How are you today? This is the greatest particular event that occurs in the course of a calendar year for believers and even for those who are not believers. They may not be aware of the significance of this day, but this is a huge and incredibly important day. On this day, Jesus won the victory for us by conquering death, hell, and the grave forever. And I'm so happy that you've tuned in to join us in our online streaming service this morning. That means so much to us because I miss worshiping with you in person. I really miss connecting with you each Sunday, getting to see you being able to speak to you, say hello. So hopefully this will serve as a greeting that will uh, let you know that you're in our hearts and, and you're being thought about and prayed for. And I'm praying for God's covering over your life, your family, protection. They have passed, as you know, the CARES Act programs. So hopefully that even fill in the spaces in terms of your your budget and the stress on your finances and all the other things that have been caused by this terrible and horrific pandemic. But I know this much. God is in charge and he's going to take care of you. I do know this. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want he's going to see you through this and so on this resurrection Sunday I want to welcome you to our service and say again that this day symbolizes victory over Everything I'm going to turn to John chapter 19 and I want to read there in verse 40 through 42 Then we'll continue reading into the next chapter The Bible says, then they took the body of Jesus and bound it in strips of linen with the spices, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now, in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was nearby. And continuing on, Verse 1 of chapter 20. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early. And I want you to notice that. While it was still dark. In other words, the sun was just not yet quite up. And there was only the glimmer of light in the distant horizon. The other gospels say that early when morning had come. So, this scripture tells us that the sun hadn't yet appeared. Just a little light was showing. ...and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved... ...and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb... ...and we do not know where they have laid Him. This is the reading of the Word of God, and it contains the incredible story of Easter, the greatest event that has ever occurred in the history of mankind. The resurrection story is a story of the victory of righteousness over sin. And it's the story of the victory of light over darkness and Christ over the enemy. The resurrection story is, as I've already mentioned, an event that is extremely important to us because it signifies to us that we have been set free and have the ability now to move into our destinies and our futures the way God originally intended. It's even more than just a story of of victory over sin and victory over death. It reminds us, too, that no matter how hopeless your situation is, that it's not over as long as there's a God in the heavens. It's not over as long as Christ is alive and he is alive forevermore or so the scripture declares. Today I want to speak to you from this subject. There's a little bit of mourning outside. Some years ago, several friends that I've known for many, many years formed a group called Phillips, Craig and Dean. You've probably heard of them. Incredible harmonies and great group of guys. And just they're all in ministry full time and just wonderful servants of the Lord. They produced a song written by Randy Phillips. I talked to him just the other day, one of the members of the group. And he entitled the song, There's a Little Bit of Morning Outside. It's been a long time since they were in service with us here at Inspire. But I'll never forget when they came, Randy shared the story of how that song came to be written. He explained that he and his wife Denise had their daughter and they were so excited when she was born and like loving parents. They welcomed her into the world and just were she was amazing to them. But she had a problem and she couldn't keep her nights and days in the right sequence in order. And during the day she'd sleep and at night she wanted to be up. And so it upset and disrupted everything in the household and randy and denise would go to sleep and they would think that the baby was down for the night but no and it wasn't that way they would hear her crying and have to take care of her and this happened during the night over and over again and finally as she got a little older their hope was that her nights would become adjusted but that wasn't what happened She would walk into their bedroom now from her bedroom all during the night and say, can we get up now? And finally, one night, Randy said he was so exhausted, just absolutely worn out. And she came into the room repeatedly during the night and would send her back to bed. And this last time she came in, he told her, baby, just go back to sleep. And when the morning comes up, we can get up together It wasn't long. He said he felt like he had just dozed off when the door opened. And she came back in and shook him and said, Daddy, can we get up now? There's a little bit of morning outside. What a story. Because it reminds me of exactly what happened that Easter morning. Whenever... Jesus Christ rose from the dead. All four Gospels relate to us the compelling and life-changing story of what happened that day that Jesus came out of the tomb. The crucifixion, the death, the burial, the resurrection. Those are the key components of the Gospel message. And that means good news. Jesus rose from the dead. I'm a Cajun and originally from the state of Louisiana, and we like to tell our Cajun jokes. In fact, in New Iberia, there's a daily column about Boudreaux jokes, and I Boudreaux... Boudreaux's that are members of my family, and Thibodeaux and all the other does, Quibodeaux's and orsinos and and that's my heritage. So uh, we we have something in our culture that we like to do. We, we kind of like to laugh at ourselves. And so Boudreaux and his wife had saved up money to go to a, uh, the Holy Lands on a trip, and and his mother-in-law, Marie's wa- mother, decided that she wanted to go, and Boudreau was opposed to it, but Marie kept on insisting, mama's got to come, and you know how it is, if mama's not happy, nobody in the home is happy, and so Boudreau finally agreed that his mother-in-law could come, and they were in the Holy Land, and one night she passed away gently in her sleep, and it was a shock to everyone, and the funeral director told Boudreau there, he said, we can have Funeral and bury her here and we have a special going on and it's only three hundred and fifty dollars but if you ship her back to the united states we've already checked it's going to be ten thousand dollars and boudreaux thought about it for a minute and then without hesitation any longer he said let's ship her back home And the funeral director said, Man, don't you realize that you would be saving all of this money, $9,650, if you bury her here? And Boudreaux said, No, we're sending her home. And the funeral director said, Why? You you may have a lot of resources. And Boudreaux said, No, we saved for years to pay for this trip. And the funeral director said, You're not making any sense. She could be buried right here in the Holy Land where Jesus was buried and she could Spend her time waiting for Christ to return here in the land of promise and Boudreaux said nope not going to happen We're shipping her home. I don't care what it costs and the funeral director asked why? Why would you do that? And Boudreaux said I heard about that funeral that happened 2,000 years ago I can't let that happen with her. (laughs) Amen. That man came out of the tomb We don't want that happening this time around and listen. I want to tell you something It's not just Boudreaux's mother-in-law that's going to come out of the graves on resurrection morning. It's going to be all of us because Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. In this story, leave it to the Apostle John, one of the 12 disciples, to, as it seems to be able to relate the most poignant of the details that there were regarding the death of Jesus and what the disciples went through afterward. John had a pastor's heart. He was the one possibly with a heart most like that of Christ. He records the hopelessness and despair felt by the followers of Jesus during those three days. The days that Jesus was crucified, when he was in the tomb on Saturday, and all during Saturday night as well. Those three days, John does not hide from us either the alarm experienced when the report came that Christ was not in the tomb anymore. Neither does John even hesitate to cover up in this day when Christians feel like they have to be perfect. He doesn't hide from the fact, us from the fact that the disciples experienced doubt. When Jesus did appear to them all, the Bible said he had to show all of them his hands and his feet and the wounds in his side before they believed. And yet... Thomas wasn't there. He missed one church service. And that one church service he missed is why he's been called for 2,000 years doubting Thomas. You never know what you're going to miss out on when you don't come to the house of God. Or you don't tune in to the worship or the word of God. But Jesus appeared. Later, Thomas in the meanwhile had said, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I won't believe. And what's amazing is I've already said is the disciples had already seen the wounds in the hand of Jesus and the wound in his side. And they believed at first they were doubtful. But whenever Jesus appeared later and saw Thomas, he said, here, here are the holes in my hand. And also those in the one in my side and thrust in your hand and don't be faithless, but be believing from that moment forward. He has been considered to be the doubting disciple, yet they all were filled with doubt. And John doesn't mind sharing those details with us. Christians are not perfect. We do the best we can with the grace of God, but it's our, our Christ who is perfect. There's only been one who's ever lived who was perfect. And in this dark night that they experienced when Jesus was dead, they were deeply distressed and concerned. I've lived through dark nights that were a lot longer than 12 hours. I've lived through dark nights of despair that lasted months on end. I've also been in the far northern reaches of Scandinavia during the dead of winter when the sun doesn't even come up, literally doesn't come up. And then I've been there also during the summer when you had to hang a a place, your blanket over the the window to keep the light from coming in so you could sleep. And uh, because they're so far north in the winter and the earth tilts away on its axis, they don't see the sun during the wintertime. And that's a very important principle, too, for us to remember. Because when you tilt away from God, you move deeper into the darkness of night. And during the summer, the earth tilts toward the sun on its axis. And when you lean toward God, the light is always greater and the day is always longer. I want you to understand that when I'm talking about the sun, I'm not talking about the S-U-N, but the S-O-N. On resurrection morning the enemy thought he had won he always thrives in the darkness of fear and despair doesn't he but for three days Jesus lay in that tomb and on the third day he came out the eyes that had been open in compassion had been shut in death the hands that had worked miracles were wrapped in gloom and despair it appeared that God had been defeated and Satan had won all hope was gone darkness ruled the light had gone out night had entered and covered our world but then suddenly there was a rumbling and the ground began to shake and the keepers there the soldiers that watched over the tomb were terrified as the stone rolled away pushed by angels and jesus christ walked out of that tomb victorious forever why is this so important As I close, it's important at several different levels and all of them apply to us. First of all, when he came out of that tomb, sin was defeated. The price had been paid. You could become a child of God. You were given hope. You were given the privilege of now becoming a son of God yourself. Jesus paid that price. The old song goes, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow, no matter where you have been or what you have done. There's freedom and there's forgiveness from the challenges of a broken past in Christ. When the sun came up that Easter morning, something changed. But then even after we're saved, we still encounter dark nights of the soul, don't we? You ever been filled with despair? You ever gone through the tragedy of a divorce, the breakup of a relationship? You ever lost a job, ever been in financial distress? Maybe with this virus going around, you're experiencing hardship right now. But I want to tell you, the good news is that Jesus conquered it all. And he brings hope in the middle of the darkness. And the good news again, is the gospel message that Jesus didn't just live and die. But he also rose again. So maybe in the hour of your despair, the darkest hour, as they say, is just before the dawn, you're wondering, what can I do? I've got great news for you, beloved. There's a little bit of mourning outside on Easter morning. The sun is coming up again. Jesus rules victorious. He's conquered death, hell and the grave. And that means we win our side won. there's hope and you're coming through everything that you're facing. Yes, you are. And so father, I thank you for the the victory that you won for us and that Christ purchased for us with his own blood. I pray for every person that is watching this message this morning this service online if there's someone out there that doesn't know you save them right now lord jesus let them acknowledge their need of christ and right now open their heart to you and invite you into their heart and make you their lord and savior believe in the power of the resurrection and Lord, to all of the wonderful believers and members of Inspire Church, Lord, I want you to wrap your arms around them today and comfort them and let them know the morning is here. The long night may have endured for a season and maybe it's somewhat dark outside still, but the sun's coming up. There's a little bit of morning outside because of the resurrection. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.